Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto is your host. Thank you so kind of being part of the show. We are going to have un perfect, un, un show in perfecto. Oh, yeah, great show for you today. How's everybody doing? I had a great show at KPFT discussing the $189,000 price for a prostate cancer drug. And also, of course, the Fed rates increases. How's everybody doing? Bridge MCP is in the house. Alistair Water is in the house. She says she's driving but listening. Maywood is in the house. Ken Masastaki E2247. How you doing, 2247 Eric Hayes is in the house. Likewise is El Senor Michael Rudnan. Come on, that's Michael Rudnan. Ken Masastaki. Who else is here? Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. And our brother, conservative brother, Hey, all says Lee Grant. How you doing, Lee? Great to see everybody here. We're going to have some fun today. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Egberto, I'm away today visiting family. Mind putting this up on the screen for me? You ask, I say, why not? Adverse impact from human caused. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Climate change. Brew Isle, Senor. Uh, Rudnan wants it on the screen. Let me blow it up so that folks can see it. And then I'll go ahead and put it on the screen as it is now. Adverse impacts from human cause climate change will continue to intensify. Observed widespread and substantial impacts and related losses and damages attributed to climate change. Water availability and food production, health and well-being. Oh, wow. All those things. Um, cities, settlements and infrastructure, biodiversity and uh, uh, ecosystems. So it gives you a graph of everything that, that, that will, the, the type of impact. And it gives you the level of, of adver- you know, the level of adverse impact based on the color codes that it has on it. Impacts are driven by changes in multiple physical climate conditions, which are increasingly attributed to human influence. And third, the extent to which current and future generations will experience a hotter and different world depends on choices now and in the near term. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of work to do. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Anyhow, I'm going to leave it up on the screen a bit longer. So if somebody wants to screenshot, blow it up and screenshot it, they can see it. I, the source of that from Rudnan comes from the IPCC.ch. Uh, www.ipcc.ch is what is ch uh, code is that a country for Czechoslovakia or something I don't know all right anyhow Michael also put on the screen Washington Post the visual let's see the visual shows oh, oh, oh no we can't do that we can't have that we can't have that we can't have that we can't have that sorry about that guys sorry about that the visual shows how climate change will affect generations a key graphic is the latest UN climate change uh, report how average global temperature has changed over time. Christopher Trisus, a member of the core writing team for the synthesis report and helped with the graphic said, what really inspired that graphic or shown the consequences of the choices and actions taken now in reducing greenhouse gas emissions generations now and in the future for our children. Nicholas Hone, a scientist in New Climate Institute who has contributed to several IPCC reports, wrote, in all cases, the impacts will be more severe than there are already today. 
So climate change doesn't go away. It only becomes worse. We can slow down the change by acting immediately to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The report also says that we all mean we have all means to do so. You know, our, our, on the show today, I said something that was a, a distinct fact, and that is when I fly over Houston, I fly several times a year going to conferences, etc. When I fly over Houston, what I see is a loss potential. Every single uh, rooftop is a power station. But because of our economic system, we haven't been able to capitalize on that reality because we have a failed economic system that if, you, if it cannot make money for the few who controls capital, it doesn't get done. As opposed to us just going ahead and creating the instantiation of money to do these things. And it is possible. We have a monitor, a non-monetarist that used to be on this program. I, don't, I haven't seen him in a while. That understands that concept exactly. Alistair Waters here, she says, driving. Eric Hayes says, in, in this what we want our administration doing, weakening our own ability, sending weapons, sending key weapons out now to who knows where. At a key moment in the war, the U.S. is rushing to get powerful Abrams tanks to Ukraine faster. Uh, I think you don't understand war. If you think the next war America really fights going to be with Abram tanks or somehow those things are... Look, for what's going on with the low, with a low-calorie war that's happening in Ukraine, the Abrams tank and all of that means something. But we could go give away all of our, our tanks and use high-tech weaponry if we really wanted to be a bit belligerent-type country. Look, uh, the, the thing that I find amusing is we continue to think these old technological forms of war somehow mean something. And we, we talk so old school. But the truth of the matter, we don't need tanks anymore. But, you know, we're still fighting tanks. Russia still use tanks. Uh, Ukraine wants to use tanks. But the reality is you don't need that. Pinpoint where you want to go and have directed missiles going there. That's it. That's war for, that's the way war can be now. It's kind of silly. I don't believe in blowing stuff up. All right, Common Sense and Dems voted this down uh, before midterms. Just classic people, bipartisan lawmakers voted what down? Uh, you need to put more information in that. Introduce bill banned members from owning trading stocks. I agree. Lawmakers should not be trading stocks on what they know. I agree with you there, uh, Eric Hayes. And finally, judges make people accountable. 25 years old, admitted gang member, granted 31 felony bonds, faces new judge. Uh, that is that is inconsequential, but I won't get into that right now because you're stuck on that issue. Mike, Mike, welcome aboard, my dear friend. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Woke didn't do that. Lee Fox did that. What did Lee say that I missed? Did I miss something that Lee said that I need to talk about? I don't see what Lee... Lee Grant says, White Fragility author Robin D'Angelo suggested that people of color build community with each other not white people. Fascinating uh, how wokeism has brought us back to segregation. You know, I like the way how um, many people cherry pick what the ideas of one or two or three or four people and try to make it their reality. I'm, let, let me give you some realities, though, uh, about integration, right? Um, when my daughter was going to school, I really wanted her to go to a school like um, the University of Texas, which she attended, which I attended. And the reason that my thought process was that she, you know, America is a multicultural society, mostly dominated by the white culture in America. When I say white culture, I mean by white people in general. 
And, uh, you know, people who grew up in certain environments find themselves, um, what's the word that I want to use? Uh, they find themselves isolated because they believe in this foolish thing called race. But I forgot, it was my daughter. I could have sent my daughter anywhere because when I came to the United States, I came to the Blinn College my first year in school. Then I fit, then I completed everything at the University of Texas. And I always felt comfortable. And I realized it had more to do with how you were reared. How you're reared to be. You weren't reared not to see what people do to you or how you're treated. But you're reared to be so confident within yourself that externalities didn't matter. Let me tell you where a lot of those people now that talk about bail communities are coming, coming from. When we had segregation and you had a black community, a white community, a Latina community, uh, specifically in the black community, right within that black community, you had business, black businesses, black doctors, black lawyers, everybody, they worked mostly within that framework. So you had a plethora of all kinds of people. When integration came, what happened to a lot of black and Latino communities or Asian communities and others is the people with means, meaning the lawyers, the doctors, the engineers, and all these guys, they left these communities and these communities then became unbalanced. Why did they leave those communities? Because something new had been opened to them, right? Something new and more. And, and so you have a lot of scholars today who have a tendency to believe maybe that's what we really need somehow to, uh, to, um, to re in, in effect, what you just said, Lee, resegregate. I am not of that belief at all because I understand the concept of race is just a, is just a, 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 a social construct. And if we fall into that trap, all, it, we make all the things that plutocracy has taught white people, which was wrong, we would give them some, some semblance of false validity. So I, I hear you. I know that the right wing will take two or three black or Latino or Asian folks that make statements like that and try to explode them. But what you have to realize is you can't take statements from one person. Think about me just saying David Duke represents what white America believes and I, whatever white America means. And the truth of the matter is, I don't look at David Duke as the, the semblance of who America is. I mean, I look at Bridge MCP, my, my white sister. I look at uh, Alistair Waters, my white sister. I look at Eric Hayes, my white brother. I look at uh, Daniel Ledeau, my white brother. I look at who else is in the house? May Wood, my white brother. You know, I, I, I don't I do it the way it should, what it should mean. I hope that makes a little bit of sense to you, um. Lee Grant, stop allowing them to mess with you like they are by taking the concept of one guy, one person, or a few, and suggesting that that is some new wokeism of black segregation, etc. It's not the case. Again, that is how they mess with your mind. Woke didn't do that, Lee Fox did. Thank you. That's what they do best, segregate. Thank you very much for that comeback, Bridge. Uh, Eric says, how much impact is the emails and phone carbon from all the social media? Can Rudnan tell us? Don't know, understand. Daniel Lido says, looking forward to the video of Trump resisting arrest and getting a knee to the neck. That would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. We don't want knees to the neck to anybody. Okay, we don't want it to anybody. 
no, I, I, if I, did I say Czechoslovakia? I meant Czech Republic. I'm sorry. If I said that, I completely screwed up. Hey, it just means that I remember those days, man. That's all it means, Daniel. I make a mistake. Egberto up to date on current events. And it's very knowledgeable on foreign nations. 1990 called... What they, they're, no, I know that it's now Slovak and, and, and Czech. I understand. You got me. You got me, Mr. Ledo. You got me. But no, I know the countries quite well. Quite well. Just like the other day, I said Yugoslavia, right? I didn't say, I didn't say Bosnia, Herzegovina. I didn't say Croatia. I didn't say, um, Ber- uh, what's it? Bos- uh, I didn't say uh, Serbia, all of that. One, I was talking about the area and I said Yugoslavia. And it really breaks down. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Daniel Lado says his house was firebombed with a bottle rocket. He listed has he still has PTSD. Oh my God, I do. I have PTSD. Actually, I do have PTSD though. That is the truth. I am still, and my daughter, my daughter told me that a few weeks ago. She said, Dad, you're still going to. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. To PTSD for what I went through and what you went through when you were in D.C. with me taking care of me. She says, uh, she says the way I act and the way I'm so very protective of her and all that kind of stuff, she says, it's a form of PTSD that I have. So you're right that I have PTSD. You're wrong that it's for because they firebombed my house. That's not what the PTSD is about. It's mostly about my daughter. Eric Hayes says, bond accountability for rogue judges and violent criminals. That is woke. <laughs> you guys, are. They, it's amazing how they can program you guys. They start talking about woke and all of you guys start singing woke 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 like parrots you know it's amazing they just put it in here all right what are we going to make our our robots do today the the no the robots are going to talk say liberal today liberal 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 okay today is woke 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 it's amazing you guys are like robots man it's amazing all right daniel ledo says not all black left those communities it was mostly just the black fathers <laughs> you know I see what you're trying to do there. No, 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 no. Uh, but I, I, it, it's amazing how the people who claim to be not prejudiced, I won't say racist, I'll say prejudiced, somehow find a way to speak through dog whistles. Yvette Avery Herod, my beautiful Yvette, welcome to Politics and Right. Hadn't seen you in a couple of days or so, or however long I haven't seen you. All right, Daniel Ledo says, I identify as Southern Italian swarthy, definitely not white. Well, again, I'm, I'm, I, I love you for that because you realize that, hey, it's a social construct, brother. Uh, let's see, Norman Reynolds is finally here. How you doing, Norman? All right, Chris Rufo. Chris Rufo is a hack, but it's okay if you want to quote him. It's amazing that for an entire year, the left scrambled to find their moral voice and settle on Ibrahim Kandi and Rodrigo D'Angelo. No. You all, you, Mr. Rufo, settle on Ibrahim Kandi and 
Robin D'Angelo. I give that name to everybody in any of these folks. They won't know who those guys are. Okay? Only you guys know them. You guys look for the fringe. Most of my people don't know who those folks are. Egberto, you must listen to bond accountability. Wokeness keep judges and bad criminals in line. Oh, my God. You and the woke word. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry that you're so addicted to the work. Okay. You know, we are expecting Donald Trump. Uh, we are. Oh, wow. He lost again. Appeals court rules Trump lawyer must turn over evidence in doc probe. So, again, I guess that means he lost the, the appeal. And that as much as he, he definitely should. All right. Um, Joe Scarborough this morning kind of got upset justifiably because a lot of folks are saying those that, that somehow the case in Manhattan about uh, or, or New York about Donald Trump lying about the, the, the money he paid to Stormy Jones, etc. wasn't an important thing. All right, and he said all many other things. The truth of the matter is this: uh, it is important. And Joe Scarborough justified it. I want you to listen to this. Let's go ahead and take it on the other side. See, look at the couple that was actually was actually charged with the same thing for lying about uh, on their insurance payments about a nineteen hundred dollar couch. Are you thinking about the woman who got charged? for returning unpurchased items to a Lord and Taylor, and she tried to get a store credit, a shopper, right? And she got charged with this. Or a teacher who used a fake COVID-19 vaccine card to try to get off of school for one day, and she got charged with this. And yet Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans are saying, but Donald Trump, a billionaire, supposed alleged billionaire, who, who lies about $130,000 in hush money that he gives to a porn star a couple of days uh, before an election, presidential election. They're suggesting that's not as important as a couch or store credits at Lord & Taylor. No, they're just lying through their teeth because unfortunately they think people that support them are stupid. And Donald Trump, he goes, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. Is Donald Trump saying that there was the people in the audience that lied about their business expenses? Do the people in the audience, all those people in the audience, pay a porn star $130,000 to try to cover up an alleged affair a couple of days before a presidential election? Because if everybody in the audience didn't do that, then they're not coming after the people in the audience. They're coming after Trump. This doesn't have anything to do with anybody else but Donald Trump. It doesn't have anything to do with anything else but Donald Trump breaking the law. And I'm telling you, I'm tired of, of, of left-wing media people and their bedwetting that I'm seeing on other networks that are going, oh, this is not a serious case. I know. Why are they bringing this case? Oh, uh, uh, and then hearing Trump politicians doing the same thing, suggesting again that we live in two Americas, that there is a judicial system that applies to the rest of America, and then there's a judicial system that applies to Donald Trump. Well, it's time that we end that kind of thinking, whether you're, you're in the media trying to relate to Trumpers or whether you're a politician trying to relate to Trumpers. It's all nonsense. 
Yes, it's all nonsense. Welcome to Politics Done Right, Charlie Lindahl. Opposite of woke is what? Asleep. And Shakula's hairstylist. Haven't seen you in a few days in this chat, Shakula. Thank you for being here. Please remember to share. Don't forget, those of you who are on, you're not liking the, you're not giving that thumbs up on on, on a f- YouTube. Please give that thumbs up on YouTube. Please give that like on Facebook. Let the let the algorithm see you. That's important. Vanessa Maria, como estas? Hola, Alberto. I agree the case against Trump is important and he should be prosecuted. But I think on the list of atrocities he's responsible for, along with other potential illegal behavior, this falls low on the list. I agree it falls low on the list, but it's on the list. So let's charge him for absolutely all the evils that he has done. Uh, that, that's all I'm saying, uh, Vanessa Maria. Vanessa Maria, eso es lo que estoy diciendo, corazón. Eso es lo que estoy diciendo. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver, para ver. Lee Grant says, am I wrong? Yes, Mr. Grant, you're wrong for your wake def- woke definition and using those few isolated folks for doing things, okay? Daniel Edo says, Lee Grant, I can be whatever I need to do to be to gain at money advantage or money. Come on, man. It's 2023. That's the hustle. You see, it's just the hustle. What meme, Charlie Lindahl? I don't see a meme. Maybe the meme is somewhere else. Uh, maybe, well, this probably doesn't display memes. The, the, my, my aggregator may not be displaying memes. So I'd have to look somewhere else probably. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Sharkula hairstylist says, my dog has been sick. And it's always more important to listen. You know what? I've learned, except for when I'm talking here on the radio, I do a lot of listening. I do a lot of reading. So you are so right, my dear Sharkula's hair stylist. I like, you know, I like that name. Sharkula's hair stylist. I like that name. I love that name. Um, Eric Hayes to Vanessa Maria. Vanessa Maria, what about the current one and others like them all should be held Okay, not sure I understand. Uh, Bridge MC says, miss some show. Neighbor came. Turn your neighbor on to politics done right. Tell her that I'm waiting for her. All right, folks. Please go ahead and give me those thumbs up. Those thumbs up on on uh, YouTube. If you're on YouTube, give me those thumbs up, please. If you're on, on our Facebook, go ahead and give us those likes. And don't forget, share the program. Please share the program. And Shakula Hairstylist says it's silly and fun like a child's innocence. Thank you, many. And Charlie Lindahl says meme is opposite of woke, asleep. I need to make a meme for it then, or do you have a meme already made? Because I'd love to make a meme for that. But anyhow, David K. Johnston, uh, he appeared with, uh, with, what's her name? He appeared, wait, David, who, who did he appear with? Uh, jo- okay. David J. Johnson appeared with Joanne Reed, and he had a lot to say about the party. So let's go ahead and do this. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. 
David, I think for Donald Trump, what's also unprecedented, you know, there have been like moments where there's been some accountability. I mean, you think back to the 1970s when he and his dad, you know, were putting C for colored on applications for rent to rent in their homes. And they got, you know, slapped down by the by the DOJ uh, in the 1970s. They had to settle. You had, you know, rent control tenants pushing back on them and attempting to throw them out. Fair Labor Standards Act has come after him. He settled some lawsuits, you know, regarding this fake university, some things. So um, there's a few of them that are up on screen right now. You've reported over the years on the thing that's changed for him is his relationship with this office. I want to read something to you. Um, this is about his relationship with a guy named Robert, Mor- Robert Morgenthau, which I'd love you to expound on. Morgenthau, they said, had a blind spot when it came to Trump, was one of his biggest donors, um, one he would recognize years later. In his final years, Mr. Morgenthau witnessed a new bloodlust, demonization of immigrants and people of color, the rise of white supremacy, and was taken aback. One morning in the spring before his death, I asked Mr. Morgenthau, the writer did, what his greatest fear was, and he did not hesitate to answer Trump. Um, he basically kind of felt like he could get away with anything, right, under Morgenthau. And then now he's got this black prosecutor who actually might hold him to account. That's got to be triggering for Donald. Uh, Bob Morgenthau did many great things as the Manhattan DA, but Donald Trump was indeed a blind spot of his. And it's not like authorities haven't known. Uh, When Donald had a casino license, he was up to his eyeballs doing favors for one of the biggest international cocaine traffickers in America, whose case somehow ended up in the courtroom of Judge Marianne Trump Barry. And the guy got served 18 months. His mules served 20 years. So there's a long history of Donald not being held accountable because he followed the counsel of the notorious Roy Cohn from the McCarthy era. And McCone said, if law enforcement comes after you, they're corrupt. They're dishonest. You attack, attack, attack. No matter what comes out, you never apologize. You never concede. You attack. And that's exactly what you're seeing here. And one more thing, Joy, let's be clear. Donald Trump goes around saying he loves America. Donald Trump doesn't love America. If he loved America, he would have peacefully walked away when the voters rejected him. He's trying to become our dictator, and we need to be clear about that. And all of the politicians who are trying to make sure they don't get primaried by speaking up on Donald's behalf right now, they are facilitating a man who wants to end our constitutional government because he believes, Donald believes, that no one but he is competent to be president of the United States, which is unbelievably laughable. How much do you think that his playbook, David K. Johnston, is going to involve stoking those kind of pots along with the racism and how dangerous might that be? That's absolutely central to what Donald is doing. And that's what I wrote about almost eight years ago now, that his appeal was going to be to the group of white people in America who believe they are under siege. I mean, let's not misunderstand this. They believe, rightly or wrongly, and it's wrongly, that they are under siege by minorities and Jews and international conspiracies. Uh, And part of that is probably because more than half of Americans only read at sixth grade level and one in five at third grade level. They don't have the capacity to understand the incredibly complex world we live in. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying trying to parse it into a form They don't understand the complex world we live in. And that is so true. And, you know, that is one of my goals. And I do that a lot at KPFT when we're talking. And that is, 
we, you know, to, in, in fact, I gave a little spill. I, I wish I had cut that piece out about folks. The problem, a lot of the problem is that people believe there are, there is somehow a group of folk or a whole set of groups of folks who are trying to take away the other's birthright. And it is so far from true. They're trying to take away something some are holding on that they never really had. But we'll go into that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll cut that piece out and make it uh, a blog in its own right. So um, let's see what else we got here. Shakula hairstyle, it says, it's silly and fun like a child's innocent. Thank you, Manny. Uh, let's go, folks. You're not giving me those thumbs up on, on YouTube. Give me those thumbs up, please. Por favor. Muchisima gracia. Daniela Doe says, yes, so square uh, this with me. Egberto agrees with Scarborough that Trump supporters should not be engaged or understood. Never said that. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Don't put that out there because even my book doesn't say that. I say to do engage. But then Egberto says that he knows what is in the interest of the same people he advises to dismiss. That's not true. And if you listen to my shows, I even talk about going to East uh, to, to West Houston, right off I-10 West Houston. I think it was West Houston in, on Richmond at a, at a what you call those honky-tonky um, uh, bars to meet some of Daniel Boone's relatives who are big-time tea partiers. And we broke bread together. And we had a good time. And I spoke and I spoke. And believe it or not, even though I could see them agreeing with me, there was something pulling at them, but we did good. So I don't know where you get that from. You try to, you, you're like a lot of these others living in your own reality, Brother Lado. Uh, Vanessa Maria says, I agree that many of these presidents should be jailed for the war atrocities committed against innocent people and children in Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, and Syria. I agree. Every case, Reed will, uh, I like Reed. Sometimes so I don't so much, but she's my girl. Anyway. Uh, kind of, uh, Maywood to, to Eric Hayes says, kind of the point, Eric, few people write letters anymore because they can send emails. You don't travel miles when you can just pick up a phone. So what's your point? Yes, there are problems and issues with electronics and technology, but many are or will be mitigated able. You're, you're right. Uh, what else? Oh, the, uh, Bridge wants me to put a meme on the screen and if, if Bridge asks, there it is. We've got the opposite of woke is asleep. I could agree. I could not agree anymore. And that's what I try to preach. You guys should be proud to say you are woke and that you're listening to a woke commentator, a woke host. I accept it. I am woke. I wish you were too. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Maywood says... Daniel yeah, it might be awesome, but I don't think Trump has the balls or strength to resist. He just called his lawyers. He's a weak man. He's a weak, he has a big mouth, but he's so weak, it's, it's pathetic. But hey, that's it. All right, what else we got here? Norman Reynolds says, it's interesting to note that the percentage of the GOP that will not change their minds, MAGA, haven't changed since those that believed that Iraq attacked the U.S. on 9-11 and that they had weapons of mass destruction that supported our invasion and the Iraq war in 2004. 
The war-loving corporate-biased media helped create this mental sickness. And that is what it is, uh, Senor, uh, Senor Reynolds. It is a mental sickness. All right, we got Daniel Ledon now again saying, Whoa, how condescending. They don't understand the complex world we live in. Let that sink in. They are just not as smart as us to understand complex issues. Well, okay, my mental bitters. We just stupid dummy, you tell me what to do. That's not what it is at all. But let me give an example here, Daniel Lado, because I think that is bare. You know, you bring up a good point. There are some liberals, some progressives, just like there are some conservatives that are elitist. And they have a tendency to believe that um, only they have the answers. And you shouldn't be that way. You have to do a lot of listening. Like I said, you do a lot of listening. But let me give the example of the, ba- the bushel of corn. If we have 10 bushels of corn and we have 1,000 people to feed and we take 9 bushels of corn or 9.5 bushels of corn so that we can feed all those 1,000 people and you have a few people who really want more. And then they're saying, but look, there's a half a bushel of corn left. All they can think about is belly we are we they they may not realize okay so that we can get the next crop of corn we have to plant something i'm using a silly example i understand there are times when it is okay to say i am sorry on this one i'll have to pass on your opinion because we have the facts it's that simple no less no more there are times when folks just don't have and it's not that they can't have the smarts to do it, it's that they weren't given the smarts. And that's what the Republican Party has done to its people. Many times it has dummified them, it has misled them, it has lied to them. So they believe a lot of fallacies. But also many also are predisposed to the fallacies because of their own prejudices and because of what they want. They want a justification for the evil that they stand for. So that's another that's another thing as well that has to be reviewed. So yeah, Mister Do, welcome to Politics and Right. He says there is no government bigger than Republicans' small government. Under Reagan, government didn't shrink; it grew by a bunch. It's amazing that they don't like to talk about that, right? And why did it grow? Because Reagan Reagan claimed not to be. A, he claimed not to be a big spender. He claimed not to believe in a lot of things that he turned out doing. He, he said he wasn't a Keynesian. He turns out to be one of the biggest Keynesians because he, 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 he increased the army on deficit spending. It's amazing. Uh, let's see what else we got. Bridge MCP. Biden's Social Security wasn't a, cute, a cut, Eric. While Biden's remarks primarily emphasize the need... Oh, I forgot, Vanessa. I'll come back to... Well, let me finish this one. The need to progressively increase payroll taxation on high earners. They are alluded to the idea of means testing for benefits. Means testing would involve partially or fully removing Social Security payouts to eligible recipients based on the predefined annual income thresholds. In other words... It would ensure that individuals and couples who don't need Social Security benefits to live comfortably would receive a reduced payout or perhaps none at all. Even needs, uh, even 
though this would only affect a small percentage of beneficiaries, it nevertheless a call for benefits to be cut. I don't believe in, I, I think everybody should get their social security as they should. That means testing would mean a whole lot of stuff, but you know, we can differ on that. I prefer a bottle of corn to a bushel of corn. Okay, brother, then so be it. Vanessa Maria says, it's not that people don't have the mental capacity to understand the complex world around them. It's that people lack the social networks, institution, and tools that expose them to popular education and debate about all of these issues. When we organize people and support them in learning about these political issues, they absolutely can discuss them and create solutions. Vanessa, you nailed it. Vanessa Maria, you nailed it. You nailed it. And that's the answer. Uh, Sarah Benchley, where have you been, girlfriend? I haven't seen you in such a long time. What have you been up to? Have you been to our other organization recently? El, El Partido de Café? All right. Uh, Sarah Benchley says, Lido is still monopolizing your time? Not really. He just made a couple of things that I think was a good thing to address because remember, Sarah, I tell this to Leo to all the time. This is not for this is not for Daniel Edo. This is because Daniel Edo represents a large percentage of people like him. And I and they listen to the show as well. And it's always good to have that little pushback. Maywood says, uh, you're thinking of the Polish tanks. They get the export version, not tanks from our supplies. True. Daniel Edo again says, okay, so I don't view the world with a Marxist lens. That means I don't understand the complex world we live in. Egberto can add arrogance to his list of character flaws. Wow. Wow. Only you and a few others would say that, my brother. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Egberto, that was from 2018. What, the opposite of woke is asleep was from 2018? Wow. I didn't know that. Is that what you're talking about? All right, Lee Grant says, many progressives hold themselves to be morally and intellectually to others. I think you wanted, you missed the word. I think you want to say uh, intellectually superior to others. I don't think so. Some do, but some conservatives are that way as well. It's just a people's trade, in my opinion, Lee Grant. Shakula here, Stylist says, that's because we watch terrible people do terrible things. And Norman Reynolds says, I don't hate a flat tax if that tax is based on wealth, including assets, wherever it is, thoughts. I don't like a flat tax because it goes against the least you have. I mean, I, 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 to me, a graduated tax is better because, again, like I said, most of the money earned by the wealthy isn't really earned. It is really the excess labor of us all. Uh, so, therefore, I think it should be taxed at a higher rate. But we can go into a semantic discussion, not a semantic, a, a calculative discussion in that based on worth at some other time. Shakula here, stylist, says... Look at Trump's porn star payments. His son was four months old. Yeah, so I heard. And Maywood says, replying to Eric Hayes, Daniel Lido, no, it was one of the skyrockets, the big ones. And no Biden Social Security. No Biden Social Security. All right, leave Social Security alone. All right, I have the last video to show, and this one has to do. Stuart Stevens. I think Stuart Stevens is also with the Lincoln Project. Stuart Stevens has a prescient message on the Republican Party. And I think people need to listen to what he's saying in detail. Because in effect, he's saying it doesn't really matter anymore if Trump stays within the party or Trump goes. 
because now the party is Trump. And we're not talking about Trump the person, but Trump the evil. Trump the caustic person. Trump the person who doesn't care about humanity. Trump, it's all of that. So let's go ahead and listen to that, and then we'll take it on the other side. As Donald Trump faces a potentially historic indictment, Republicans are rallying to his defense. The theory among those Republicans seems to be that this indictment will help Trump shore up his base in the Republican presidential primary. But heading into this tumultuous moment, most Republican voters were already expressing some reservations about Trump as a candidate. An NBC News poll from earlier this year found that only 33% of Republican primary voters say they support Trump more than they support the Republican Party. Six 62% say they support the party over Donald Trump. So are Republicans making a mistake when they assume that defending Trump is their only option? You know, I think that poll is a little misleading because the Republican Party has become Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's not really much of a choice. There's no anti-Trump movement of any size in the Republican Party. What happens if you oppose Trump? You're, you're Liz Cheney. They throw a Cheney out of the party. So it's an easy thing to say, well, I don't support Donald Trump. You know, I support the party more than Donald Trump when you're really saying the same thing. Look, I, this is where the Republican Party has ended up. It began when they accepted Donald Trump. When Donald Trump went out and called for a Muslim ban in December of 2015, everyone knew in the party that if the party stood for anything, it was a constitution. This was a religious test. They knew this, but they didn't stand up to Trump. And, you know, there was this thing that the Republican Party used to say when I worked in it, the character counts. And that was right. And this is now all unfolding. And it's just beginning. After all, the majority of the Republican Party does not believe that Joe Biden is a legally elected president. So play that out. What does it mean? It means they live in an occupied country. Mm. So that only not only gives them a reason to do whatever it takes to some, it gives them an obligation. And I, I think this is, is just beginning. I think the Republican Party is shameful and not standing up for the rule of law, which is what this is. The reason there's a former president being indicted is because the Republican Party nominated and elected a criminal. Is it no more complicated than that? What do you think, you know, one of the things that Trump has been saying in recent days is if they can get me, they can get you. Can you unpack that a little bit for me and, and why you think that is so resonant with the GOP in this particular moment? Well, it's all about uh, grievance. The organizing principle of the Republican Party now is fear. Think about it. It's fear of these hordes coming over the border. It's fear of the rapists and uh, the criminals coming from Mexico. It's fear that there are these large, powerful forces in the world out there that have control us. That we're, you know, when the party once believes, like when Ronald Reagan was president, if you were born in America, you had won life's lottery. There were inequalities in America, but nobody was disadvantaged because they were American. That's now been turned on its head. And Trump, to be born in America, means that you're a victim. You're a chump. There are these powerful forces out there. So once you become into this victim's mentality, that's what Trump is rallying. And really, it's it's all about race. It's always been about race. Um, 
when they tried to, all the votes that they said that they were illegal on January 6th, when 57% of the party voted not to certify the election, where were they? Atlanta, Detroit, Philadelphia. Why were they suspect? Because they were predominantly African-American votes. So, you know, the country's headed to become a minority majority party. There's nothing that the Republican Party can do to stop that. And what you're seeing here is playing out is this sort of attempt to stop uh, the inevitable. Yeah. And instead of doing what the party should have done, which is do the hard work to appeal to these non-white voters, um, they've gone the other way. It's pretty much officially a white grievance party now. We, and that is sad. That is really sad. Because what it, the grievance is against all the wrong people, you know? I gave a, the grievance should be a, against the corporatocracy that's creating all the problems, right? But somehow it's hard to get that across when all your stations are controlled, in fact, by that corporatocracy. It's amazing. Anyway, Lee Grant says, or is that Lee Grant? Is he up for up now? Yeah. Uh, oh, but he says that was what uh, Biden said in 2018. Well, I'm pretty sure he's singing a different song because he has moved very progressive in the last few, by, by necessity, in the last few, um, last few years, which was a necessity. Uh, Lee Grant says many progressives hold themselves immorally and intellectually to others. I read that. Shakula here, stylist, says... That's because we watch terrible people doing terrible things. All right. Norman says, I don't hate a flat tax if that tax is based on wealth, including assets, wherever it is. Okay. I don't like a flat. Well, I, oh, I answered that already. Shakula here, Stylus says, look at Trump's porn star payments. His son was four months old. I, oh, I read some of this already. I got to go down. You know, when, when the man's mind's getting old, right? All right, Shakula here, Stylus says, don't drink the Republican tears. They carried this. <laughs> All right, let's see. Every case of cherry picking gets you nowhere. Bridge MCP says, when Trump was elected, the racists came out from under the rocks. He made it okay. What I always say, Bridge, is he made it vogue to be that way. Conservatives thought he was really going to do something. Now they don't have a choice with him. You know, again, they were fooled. They were fooled into believing that he had some sort of mystique powers, right? Lee Grant says, Kendi and D'Angelo are hardly fringe character on the left. I'm surprised you haven't heard of them. I've heard of them in passing, but it, there's nothing serious for me to talk about them, Lee Grant, because their thought, their, what, the things that they believe is not the, the main, what we mainstream progressives believe in. It's that simple. But the conservatives, to, to mess with your head, they have to find anybody who says something outlandish. In fact, it wouldn't even surprise me if they pay a few to say something outlandish so that they can have your mind to, to mess with. That's what it is. YT4ME57 says, deep, he was so correct. He is, yes, it's a shame. It's a shame, but we can solve that problem. Uh, Lee Grant, yep, the elitists do you as the conservative elites do too. Yep, they do too. Anyhow, uh, let's see what else we got here. Though that was my last video. Uh, what anybody else have any other commentary? Hunter won't let his four-year-old uh, that he doesn't support take his name, and Papa won't even acknowledge her real good stuff. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're talking about Eric's son, maybe out of wedlock. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about it, but 
I mean, everything that you talk about there, I suggest you just look at Trump and family. Because if you want to know a, fam a degenerate family, you just have to look at the former president's family. You know, I mean, it's, it's amazing because the, the kids are older now. And the same degeneracy that you see in, uh, in, in Trump is what you see in what Melania and what's the daughters, Ivanka and all of them. Same, same thing. Anyhow, um, I want to let, since the rates were raised today, I want to read a little something that I, that I had on my program today because I think it's important. It was um, today. My show said title of the show on KPFT was big former church, 189,000 for a hundred Thanks for I'll do that later on. But the other thing that got me was no need, no to Fed rate hike. We need a cut. And I want to point this out. The Fed raised their rates today. They raised the rates once again today. And they were wrong. It is time for the Feds to undo the damage they are doing to the American poor and middle class. Our inflation was not caused by the Trump-Biden stimuli when the American people were in dire straits as the economy understandably came to a pause. Representative Katie Porter was kind when she only attributed more than 50% of inflation to greedy corporations. The reality is they should take 100% of the blame for their ineptitude. Corporations chose to offshore labor at the same time they instituted just-in-time inventory, which ensured there would be shortages of imported parts and goods. That was their irresponsible business choice. They chose to coddle a president that was mismanaging a not-yet pandemic, which caused a full-blown pandemic that hit the United States, a first-world nation harder than most third-world countries. And we should remember... It's important that we remember when the Ebola was about to become a crisis, Obama knocked it out by doing what? Going to the source. We should have, we should have sent people all over the world, not only to China, which there may have been problematic to assist, but around the world, wherever things were, were starting to explode. And that would have helped all the travel coming into the United States mitigate that issue. Okay, that would have been the case. As corporations chose to rip us off with higher prices instead of passing laws that make it criminal to harm Americans unduly through pricing on products and services, we must have the Fed Chair Jerome Powell is forcing Americans to pay for the ineptitude of corporate executives. The Federal Opens market, uh, Open Market Committee meeting today marks the first time the Federal Reserve will meet following the bailout of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. Groundwork Collaborative Chief Economist Rakim Maboud released the following statement. While the Federal Reserve wasted no time protecting wealthy uh, venture capitalists and startup CEOs last weekend, it has shown little concern for the millions of people who could lose their jobs as a result of its aggressive rate hikes. After SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, fiasco, Chair Powell should not touch rate hikes with a 10-foot pole. Another rate hike will be the straw that breaks the camel's back, sending our economy into a painful and completely avoidable recession. And what did he do? He increased by 0.25% without regards to the average American citizen. 
Remember, he only cares about doing what's right for those the wealthy. I agree with MAGA on one thing, partially. It is time, not time to take our country back. After all, from its inception, it was created for the wealthy few. As we liberalized, educated ourselves, and learned to start asserting our worth, we consistently made progress in bringing more into the real middle class. But for the ruling class, we are at critical mass. Further liberalization, education, demanding our correct, our correct share of the pie and worth assertion are a threat to those whose wealth is nothing but our unpaid labor and growth. It is so important. It is so important for us to realize what Jerome Powell has done by increasing the rate is to penalize every American citizen for the ineptitude of the corporate class as they did all that was necessary to create shortages, all that was necessary to allow the spread of, of a, a pandemic, all that was necessary to do all these things. But who always pays? We do. We do. Anyhow, let me jump into the chat. I saw while I was reading a lot more come in. Deborah Moyers, how are you doing, beautiful? Haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? Listen to what Dr. Trump, Mary Trump has to say about her uncle. It's frightening. And it's how he fooled us all. Uh, Porter was freaking wrong. No, she wasn't wrong. She had the numbers to back it up. I know you guys don't like to follow numbers and facts, but I'm sorry that's the case. Carl, Saudi Arabia made Jared Kushner rich, according to Sharkula here's status, which is true. Carl Cox says, Egberto and PDR Posse always remember, men who sit on porcupines get stuck because women are too smart to do that. <laughs> Dr. M Mr. Doe says, if we only lived on milk, bread, and eggs, maybe that 8.7 uh, Social Security increase would have been sufficient. Deborah Moyer says, sorry, I am listening and not reading, so I don't see the things that some people say. YT4ME57 says, Eric Hayes, what's wrong with you? Have you a hearing problem? And but he says, no issues, Deborah Moyers, just agreeing with you. Anyhow, folks, uh, but he says, you can't give medicine to the dead, a.k.a. MAGA. <laughs> that was a funny one, Breach. Carl Cox says, Every Hayes is wrong again. Mega corporations, mega rich cause inflation. Absolutely so. Just as they did the Great Depression. Thank you, Mr. Cox. Led Lee Grant says, Mr. Doe sounds like a French toast strategy. I don't know. YT4 ME57 says, I read a statement from Powell where he said that it was time for stricter regulations on the banks. I assume he meant to reverse the Trump deregulations. I don't think so. I think it's all talk right now. But anyhow, we are at the end of the show today, and I want to ask my good people to please support the show. And how can you support the show? By giving us the support via PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Uh, you can support us by becoming a patron. We need more patrons, and we need more YouTubes in our PDR passes. So please consider going to politicsandright.com slash Patreon, as well as politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, you can find all of our support links at politicsunright.com slash support, politicsunright.com slash support. I could not do this without you all. You guys are my heroes. You guys are going to, are ensuring that 
we can get the appropriate message out. Not everybody is going to fall for the message. Not everybody is going to accept truth. But some will. Actually, many will. Many people now are looking for answers, especially in these times of turmoils. And you can make a difference. You can continue to make a difference. So I want to thank you so kindly for being here. I ask you so kindly for your support. Breach. Deborah Moyer says, is your latest book available in paperback yet? Not yet. I have, I have most of the chapters. I have two more chapters I want to add. I thought of two other incidents that I want to add to the series that I'm doing on uh, uh, Amazon Vela. And then after that, I'm going to convert it into the uh, paperback. It should only take me a few days to do the paperback after I'm done putting those other two chapters in. But anyhow, I don't know when for sure, but I'll let you know for sure, my dear Deborah Moyers. Um, that, thanks for the show. My name is, well, let me go ahead and tell you guys thank you first. Thank you guys for being here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.